Welcome back. Here we are, MetaMinds, episode five. Daniel Davis, almost qualified counsellor. What are we talking about today, mate? Today we're talking about an interesting topic. We're talking about ego management or maintenance. And why are we talking about ego? I think it's really important to understand the ego, the role that it plays, and maybe Who understand. thinks it's really important? I think you and I do. Well, you said you said I think it's really important. Yes, yes, yes. Just speaking. Who is I? <laughs> that is true. That is true. I am not my ego. Well, I is the ego. So the <laughs> ego thinks ego is really important. Mm-hmm. We've gotten too deep too quickly. We need to give some context before we <laughs> yes, dive this deep. I think so. I think so. Okay. So lay it out for us. Why is it? Why is the ego so important, Dan? I think it's really important because a lot of the time it's untapped by people. And people don't address their ego or even understand what it's trying to do, basically, to to you and your mindset as such. Um, and you definitely notice, I notice, a lot of people who are ego-driven or have the ego at the forefront of their actions. So I think it's important to be very aware of it. And that's why I guess we're trying to bring a bit of light to it through conversation and yeah. through our experience with Absolutely. ego. Yeah. And I suppose the main thing is like it's the, you know, just the importance of the ego in everyday life. I really want to drive home early that pretty much everything that happens in everyone's life Mm. has something to do with the ego and their ego. Yes. You know, so Daniel Davis is your ego. Eamon Bebendorf is my ego. Mm -hmm. You know, without an ego, we are just present consciousness. Mm -hmm. So pretty much it, it plays a role in all of the actions that you take in your life. And a lot of people that don't even realize that very first step mm. in that the ego is just so important in your life, in the role that it plays. And they don't even observe, they don't even separate themselves from their ego. Would you agree? Definitely. I 100% agree with that. And it, it's funny that we um, are discussing ego because um, it's kind of ironic as this whole podcast, to some extent, has a bit of ego behind it for us to try to improve and help others improve. Um, and who are we to be telling other people yeah. about their own egos, right? Yeah, well, well that's it. We're yeah. this superior figure in our own minds that so that we can be good enough to be able to tell someone else how to live their life about mm. their own ego. So yeah. it is a very meta topic, and I suppose is. this is meta minds, which is why we're diving into this topic. But it's very interesting. Even every little I you say and every little we mm. you say, that's referring to one's own ego. It you know, is, it's it a, is. It's a dank one, mate. It is. It so, definitely is a dank one. I suppose, yeah, moving on to the second point is that that a lot of people don't realize, you know, and obviously we didn't realize for a very long time and we still struggle with it on the daily, right? Sure. You don't just become a master of your ego. This is mm-hmm. the main battle of your entire existence, mm-hmm. right, is that as soon as you think you have a handle on your ego, and my favorite word to describe it, as I'm sure you know already, is mm. slippery. Your ego is yes. so slippery <laughs> that it convinces you that you have a handle on your ego, mm. and then it just ducks out and then puppet masters you again. You mm-hmm. know, So you're like, you know what? I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm in control right now. I've been really nice to people right now. Yep. And then you don't realize, and then a month later, a year later, you go, oh, my God, I've been run by my ego this whole mm-hmm. time. Yes. So the main thing that I really wanted to hit on for this second point is that you are separate to your ego, Mm. right? So I kind of said it before in that, you know, Daniel Davis is your ego, Mm -hmm. which has identified with so many things. So it can ground itself in the belief that you are this particular person that does these types of things, right? And it has uses and we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's necessary for our evolution, essentially, for you to associate yourself with particular things and become grounded in those 
things so it can form an identity mm. of who you are. Mm. But when it comes down to it, when you push all that out the window, you are the person that is present right now with me experiencing this consciousness. Am I yeah, right? Definitely. Yes. Do you want to talk a bit more about that? Um, I don't know how to really add to that. It's quite a lot to, to take in. One thing that I find very interesting and came straight to my mind, so I kind of want to say it straight away, um, is something that I find very funny. And one of my friends, Luke, if he's watching this, he calling him out, calling just calling him, people just out on the podcast. I thought we were going to say names, but here we are doing it, guys. No, no, no. This is, this is funny. He, he always calls me out on this. So when I went to high school, um, I, I was so ego-driven in the way that I told him that I got the new copy of GTA 4, the most anticipated game. And this is how I worded it through high school because I was trying to find myself and fit in and understand. And and he pu- pulled pulled that um, that little nugget out a little later on and I completely forgot that I was like that. And I was very like ego-driven and trying to be the best and trying to show off in that way, um, which I guess was kind of just a, a defense mechanism or whatever. Um, but it, w- it was just really funny because he actually mentioned it before he went um, to America. So... Yeah, find that really interesting. Here's one that I've just realized that I used to do as well, and my yeah. friend Lachlan used to call me out on this, Is <laughs> that because I was into film, obviously. I'm a filmmaker. I've been doing this for 10-plus years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I got a camera that was extra to the school cameras at the time, yep. and um, it happened to do 1080p, and it was a nice Sony Handycam or whatever. <laughs> and so I'd go, yeah, my camera does 1080p. It's industry standard, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's just the industry <laughs> it's standard. It's just the industry so standard, yeah, yeah. that's me, you know? It's like, <laughs> I kind of do these extra motions, yeah. and, and that kind of, does really play like it show out show to people that mm. aren't really familiar with what it might look like that that's that's that is the ego that extra little bit that just kind mm. of it's either a trying to yeah defend you or make sure you know like push someone down to bring you up to mm. make sure that you're yeah like that you're like solidified in this identity essentially yeah. or yeah i mean it's essentially it's the same thing whether you're putting someone down or or trying to lift someone up, you're, mm. there's, there's a lot that just relates back to your own ego. You're doing it for your own sense of like self and yes. purpose. So like, you are not your ego. And that's what a lot of people mm. don't realize. They have an emotion and, oh, my God, I feel this way and it's not going away. And I can't believe that this thing happened to me. What's going on with my life? But it's like, no, these things, they didn't happen to you. Mm. Like this, these emotions, they aren't you, right? Mm. Yes, you're experiencing a particular emotion, but it's actually your ego that's like pushing all these things through you. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like when you actually really look look at it, and we kind of touched on it in the last episode, and mm. if you can dive deep on this, um, the rational part of it, yep. um, which you said to me is, um, yeah, I mean, what what was that, Dennis? Um, I think I th- essentially if you act... Like out of emotion, then it's irrational, and that's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, um, basically, when you are involved in some sort of conflict or some sort of discussion or whatever it may be, um, and your body goes into that fight or flight where it's trying to react to the motion, whether it's like attacking it or running away, um, the ego will be at play at this point, right? And when this is happening, blood flows away from the frontal cortex. So that's where like your rational thinking comes and when reasoning comes. And if you don't give yourself enough time to deeply breathe in and actually like have time for blood to flow into the rational part of your brain, then you're going to act. what's actually going on. Yes, yes, yeah. And actually like think about, well, maybe there's something in their situation or or whatever. Like you said, think about what's going on, being self-aware of your feelings and emotions. And that's kind of where the ego really digs in and kind of says like, you 
need to react in this way. You know, you need to retaliate or you need to run away from this or whatever it may be, where the most rational response would be to just kind of understand where the other person's coming from, be communicate, you know, communicate with them, be extremely open and recognize their emotions, recognize yours and just communicate an outcome. Basically, that's the ideal, I guess, way to deal with it. But yeah, I, I guess the, the ego is involved immediately. And in any situation it will come in. I notice it even today a few times where it would like try to come in and try to, you know, take take control of the situation, make me say something that makes me bigger than what I really am as such, and not as grounded as I would normally be, I guess. Anyway. But yeah, do you think that, that makes sense? Is that kind of yeah, what you were going that, for? That, that's yeah. kind of what I was what I was asking for for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Just another example of how, you know, people aren't there. Egos, mm. and if they act on that immediate emotion, then it's completely irrational. It's actually not, you know, generally when you lash out at someone when you're angry, like it's not, that's not you, okay? No. That's your ego. And and once you recognize that you aren't your ego, mm. you can actually, you know, and this is all out on the table and you've had this discussion with whoever it is, your partner or whatever, you can mm-hmm. actually go to them and go, hey, look, that was my ego. And it's not to shift blame off of you because you mm. still, because you haven't gone to the effort of training your ego and observing your ego, mm-hmm. then the untrained ego does lash out, you know, because it's, it's not trained, it's not a leash and you're not looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, then you, it's still your fault. But, you know, and even to the trained ego, it can still lash out out of nowhere or, mm-hmm. or cry or be angry or whatever. Yep. But yeah, once you recognize that it's not you, you can say, hey, look, I'm sorry, that was my ego. I didn't mean to act in that way. Yep. Um, here I am right now with you. You know, I've had some time to like think about it and, and relax and, mm-hmm. and brush it off. And yeah, I apologize. That wasn't me there. You know what I mean? But yep. again, it's not to shift blame because you have to take responsibility for everything that you yes, do. Yes, definitely. But if you are much more mindful and you practice these things, mm. then eventually you can get to a point where you're this just enlightened being, like floating around everywhere, essentially. Yeah. So you. <laughs> that's the end goal. That's me. That's, that's me. Uh, if you haven't noticed already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I noticed you were floating. I, d- I do float most places. So yeah, the yeah. chair is just for shows it's to redundant. make it look a little yeah. bit normal. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair, dude. But it's crazy what the ego can make you do or make you think about yourself. And again, Definitely. this comes back to perception is reality because you can train your ego to perceive things in a particular way, which will either, yeah, make you feel better than other people or feel worse than other people. And mm. yeah, again, it ties into the social media and mental health thing because a lot Definitely. of people's egos are based around the likes and validation they get off mm-hmm. social media. Yep. And if they don't realize that that's separate to who they actually are, mm. then they're just going to keep going this down this perpetual dopamine serotonin hitting path where yep. they're just always searching for that ego boosting thing. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be healthy and they're going to treat people horribly. That's it. And it's not authentic at all. Yeah. Because yep. it's out of control and it's just their, mm. their ego trying to make them feel good. And that's Definitely. the that's the ultimate thing is that- yep. It's not actually trying to hurt you, right? No, it's, no, no. It's trying to work in your favor, right? Yeah. This is a a primal thing that mm. was put into us for a reason. Yeah. Okay. This is the this is why we're self aware. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So do you want to do you want to take yeah, it? Just forever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's like, definitely a lot there. Um, I think one thing that again kind of sprung to mind was just how the untapped ego, like we mentioned, you and I have had moments in the past before we were aware of it. Um, it is a very powerful thing and it does feel because normally it happens in those moments, like I said, conflict or something or something big's happening or some discussion or something where the ego will, will pull you in kind of thing. Or even at your lowest moments, the ego will, will come in kind of thing. And I think for a lot of people, they're not really aware of the fact that that ego is playing a role kind of thing. And like you said, they're not monitoring their thoughts and, and what's going on there. So yeah, it's kind of hard to add what add much to what you said because you kind of covered a lot of it there but I guess it's just something that is really really important to actually understand like 
it's really hard to explain it is hard to when it comes yourself. in or yeah yeah I, I guess all you could really do is maybe like notice that when certain things come up how you react to it kind of thing and maybe try to question yourself and go was that my ego that that was involved there was that a rational response to this and i guess that's where you could have like a thought diary or like a, an, a behavior diary i guess they call it where you actually like spell out a situation what's happened and then detail what was going through your head, what your brain or what your ego or whatever was trying to pull you towards and whether that direction that was pulling you in was actually meaningful or whether it was the ego trying to pull you to whatever it wanted kind of thing. That's a great point because yeah. there is generally always a purpose for why it's doing a particular mm. thing, right? Is And, you know, it's like you see something on Instagram and someone just got a car for their birthday or something like that and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe Brittany got a I yeah. don't know why I'm going with Britney, but <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. go with it. I, don't, I can't believe Britney got a car for her birthday, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, she's always getting spoiled. I never get a car for my birthday. But, mm. again, it's, like, the purpose of that thing, if you do this diary thing and if you actually look at it, mm. it's trying to protect you yep. for, or, yeah, trying to, like, what, what other purposes does it really, I mean, have? I've only really hit on that that one thing, like, because it tries to protect you or defend, defend you, yep. inflate your own sense of self. Yep. To kind of make you feel safe. Yeah. You know, what are the, what I, are the I other... I think they're, they're, they're probably the most crucial ones. Well, our next point here is really is the purpose of the ego. So what is the, the, the purpose, purpose of, of the, the ego? ego? I just kind of like hit on that yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think you did kind of hit on that. I guess, um, like you said, it's um, to protect you. So, so a lot of the time you'll notice that if you've got balance in your life, quotation marks for people listening to the audio, um, if you have some sort of balance in your life, then you'll find the ego will always try to counter anything that's coming in that's trying to get you away from that balance. So that, like the equilibrium, I guess you'd refer to it as, where you feel safe and you feel like everything's going all right, you're going through your, your usual routine. And then if something comes in and disturbs that, that's normally when the ego will flare up as such. So it's when, and, and again, it kind of, it perpetuates itself. So if you don't tap your ego at a young age, you'll find yourself getting into um, the, the old ways as such, or you'll get into like a very set mindset where things can't change because you've got this idea of the world and everything around you and culture and whatever else. And you, you don't really, ha- you don't have enough awareness to allow your mind to shift without the ego getting involved. So yeah, it really is just trying to disturb any sort of, yeah, any, anything that's trying to challenge what you think or what your brain has conceived as normal as such in your life or a flow in your life. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of my my understanding so of it. So a, a primal example, because I yep. love to take it back to the caveman days. <laughs> but here we go. Because okay. if I can relate it back to the caveman days, it just kind of makes sense because it, it, it kind of shows me the, the you know, um, natural, uh, what's the word? I'm like the evolution of it, The right? evolutionary. Of the ego. Like, yeah. Because it has a role for sure and it always has, yeah. So in terms of, I um, know oh, I've lost the point now, haven't I? Far out. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it's trying to keep you comfortable, right? Yep. So you're in one cave and you've got a cave full of 100 cave members, right? And then yep. we're in that leopard print classic, oh, like definitely. animated looking, you know, like skirts and things yep. around dancing around the fire. Ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm really painting a picture for the audience. <laughs> Beautiful picture. Um, and someone makes a makes an idea. Oh, look, we should move to this other cave, but it's winter, right? So it's snowing outside and it's cold. And what if you run out of food supply? So your ego is like, no. We need to stay comfortable. We need to stay in this cave. And it's mm-hmm. trying to protect you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a physical, like, wonderful evolutionary thing that it's like, you know what? We should stay here because this seems to be the safe thing to do. Yep. Unfortunately, in, you know, how many thousands of years have passed, 
I would still consider myself a bit of a bit of a caveman. I'm just bashing my head against walls most of the time. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, you <laughs> um, are a caveman for sure. Our egos now, like the actual, like what it's trying to keep us comfortable in is the is a lot to do with like social media and, and the internet nowadays, mm. you know. So it's actually not trying to keep us physically safe any longer, but it's more trying to keep us like mentally safe and socially safe, mm. which, uh, yeah, apparently triggers the exact same like um, – neurons in your brain as keeping you physically safe and yeah. acting that particular way and mm. as we know you know in, in inside the comfort zone is not where the magic happens outside the comfort zone is where the mm. magic happens but for you to do that you have to take risks and you have yep. to do these things but obviously you need to take calculated risks whether it be in business or in life or in this or in that mm-hmm. and yeah the ego is there to actually second guess that to make you go should i be doing this kind of thing and a lot of people they live mediocre lives as such or really average lives and they're not happy with mm. because their ego's in control and it will not let them actually go out of their comfort zone and mm-hmm. take that extra leap to try that new thing yep. in case they get judged or mm-hmm. in case they get physically hurt or in That's case it. they lose financial gains. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. So So in that in that sense it is trying to protect you from the outside world as such and it's trying to keep your self worth at a relatively stable level. So if you see if you're a female a lady, and you see another attractive lady on social media, you would then potentially go into, you know, like a, a comparative state where you'd compare yourself with them um, and maybe, you know, make a comment about, oh, you know, I, I would never do that. I'd never show my body like that or whatever. Um, I guess, like you said, it's it's the ego activating to say, oh, well, I'm not going to show my body, so I'm, I'm going to be safe in this, this kind of world that I'm in as such. And it's then not letting your self-worth get depleted through, yeah, other means. And it's like- I guess, yeah. Reinforcing your own beliefs about yourself. Mm. Again, which is a protecting kind of mechanism. You yeah, know? yeah. So, look, it has a lot of really amazing purposes. And more often than not, I feel like, you know, in the in the older days, more often than not, those purposes were actually really handy. Mm. But unfortunately, in this current day and age, and as the ego progresses in life, I mean, A, we've been conditioned for so long before we actually try and get out of it. So there's a lot of years of undoing that. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of time it actually acts in a way which is to protect you as such. But uh, it actually generally hurts you or it doesn't allow you to take that extra next step. Mm -hmm. Because we have more eyes on us judging everything that we do. So our ego's like, no, let's just... That's Keep it, it safe, can hold play you it back. safe, and I'll just get this job, and it'll be fine. I'll get a mm. house and have a kid, and do what society tells me to do because it's fine and safe, and everyone says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But to be extraordinary, you have to break out of these limiting beliefs, as we yep. talked about in another episode, and mm-hmm. break through this ego barrier. Definitely. So, definitely. So that that was kind of that was kind of the modern ego. That's kind of what we wanted to talk about and transition yep. into there. So yeah, this with this social media and all this stuff is like much harder to actually break out of this. This. Mm new ego cycle that we've kind of found ourselves in in humanity where it's like everything is about reinforcing our ego and sense of self through social Mm. media and validation and how many likes did I get on this thing? And it doesn't matter how strong you think you, you know, how strong your ego training is Mm. as much as I would like to say that I'm at least a little bit woke or at least can observe my ego some of the time. I'm still, whenever I upload a photo and whatever, I'm still looking like how many likes did I get? Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. commented on my photo? Oh my God, yeah. check out that profile. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, that person thinks I'm cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And again, it's trying to just reinforce my sense of, oh, I'm socially accepted, mm. right? That's it. So it's a positive thing. Yeah. But it's spun in a negative way because social media is trying to trying to get us to perpetuate this thing, which mm. is our own egos, essentially. Yes. So I in agree. this day and age, yeah. there's a lot of very egotistical people everywhere, mm. which will happily 
separate, you know, you're a different color skin than I am. Well, I'm going to put you down or mm. you're a different this, then I'm going to put you down. Apparently, mm. you know, this is conditioned into us. Yeah. But it, people are, you see a lot of ego everywhere now. It's really unfortunate. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So did we want to kind of round it out with some sort of ideas for for the audience? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I saw, yeah. I guess, what is the, what would you say is the main thing? <laughs> the main thing, um, I think just to actually try to monitor, like we said, well, like I was saying before with the, the thought journal or the behavior journal, um, just monitoring when the ego is present, monitoring what it's maybe trying to gain and also what countering the ego could potentially gain for you and weighing up the values that you, you associate with each kind of um, movement, I guess, or decision that you make. Um, so, yeah, just being really, really aware, trying to monitor it. Um, I think is probably one of the biggest things. Um, also kind of touching on the social media thing, maybe trying to limit the amount that you are like comparing yourself to other people, like just being authentic when you are online as well, as, as authentic as we can be. Everyone obviously blows it a little out of proportion. Um, but yeah, I guess just trying to be your authentic self in every day, of course, but social media is such a big thing for people and people are sharing everything. So, But again, like, you know, yeah. As we mentioned in the last episode, comparing yourself isn't the negative behavior as such because, mm. again, that's used by your ego to actually benefit you. Yes. But just watch how your ego reacts when you do compare yourself that's to it. someone. Like, as myself, I'm a filmmaker, so when I see someone else that's a, you know, my age or a little bit younger that's a little bit more of a successful filmmaker to me, mm. instead of me being like, oh, that's really wonderful what this person is doing. I wonder if I could collaborate with them or, I'd, I, you know, I'd love to know how he does that technique. Mm. I, You know, if my ego is in control, it immediately jumps on, oh, well, he shouldn't be this successful. I bet he's yeah. been helped along the way or mm -hmm. how did he get in that position? That's stupid. I'm going to unfollow yep. him or whatever. Yep. But it, but if you're just, you know, you, when you compare yourself to other people, just observe where that's coming from and mm -hmm. those thoughts take a step back in your mind and just observe and is it doing that thing that's trying to protect you or are you genuinely being like, oh, that's really fantastic for that person. Mm -hmm. I'm not that person. I'm a completely different person. Yeah. You know, follow them or don't follow them, whatever. That's it, yeah. But the main thing is observing your ego and we say it like it's easy, but... God, it is, is hard. It, yeah, it's, it's really it's hard. So hard. Yeah, it, it constantly comes in. The main battle in every in life. Moment. Yeah. So. so I think definitely, like you said, um, just taking a, a step back from the ego. So to add to that, I think really ensuring that you do take like a deep breath, like a, a meditation breath where you actually breathe deeply through your nose for a period of time, breathe out through your mouth and do that for a period of time before you engage in any sort of action because it allows, like I said earlier on, blood to actually flow and oxygen to flow to the front of your brain, allowing you to be more rational and, and reason a lot more effectively. Because you actually mentioned something earlier on about some sort of conflict between like a wife and a husband or whatever. And in hindsight, you'll notice later on that, oh, actually, I probably did overreact a little bit. Um, so just more stomping yourself out earlier on, you know, instead of jumping straight onto the defensive about it, try to understand, you know, literally ask those questions, defuse the situation by asking the other person, you know, why have you said that or why are you acting that way? Instead of you immediately going, oh, well, they must be annoyed, so I'm going to react this way. Yeah. Just letting, you know, the moment kind of unfold, take your time with it and be more present through your thoughts. Again, easier said than yeah. done. A lot easier said than done, 100%. But yeah, meditation and yoga, the gym, any kind of exercise really does allow you to get more of a 
leash on your ego as such. You mm. know, you, th- there's no such thing as being in control mm. as, you know, you, it can easily just slip back into control. And it's, yep. you know, sometimes in control with some things, but then other things you really have a really good, you know, leash on your ego, whatever. Mm. Something very profound that's helped me on my journey. Uh, this is a Sam Harris quote is that uh, you do not have thoughts. Thoughts simply arise out of consciousness, mm-hmm. right? So, and a lot of people to the untrained ego, a thought will just pop into their brain out of nowhere because that's their brain's job to have thoughts about your environment, right? Mm -hmm. And your untrained ego will just associate itself with that thought immediately and go, oh, I had that thought. That came from me. So it must be true, you know? And it just has a thought about the environment. And then suddenly that's your thought. And then, and that's so deep in your, you know, so if someone Mm -hmm. challenges that thought, then guess what? Your ego is going to react immediately and be Mm -hmm. like, no way I had that thought. And that was from me. (laughs) But if you're aware that thoughts just arise out of consciousness and it has thousands of them every day, mm-hmm. which is why meditation is good because you can minimize those thoughts yes. and have much more clarity of thought. But if you realize that, you know, most of the thoughts we have, like, oh, my God, I can't believe Brittany got a car. <laughs> that's just actually a useless thought. So it arises out of consciousness. And if we're trained, then we can go, oh, I see that thought. Well, mm-hmm. that's not very useful to me. I'll just let that one go. Yeah. And then we have one like, oh, Brittany got a new car. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a positive thought or, you know, it's clearly not acting in our ego. Yep. And so we can, sure, we can associate ourselves with that thought. But mm. thoughts, you are not your thoughts, you know. No, thoughts you just are not your come thoughts. into your head yes. at any point during the day. That's it. That's it. And, and thoughts can be, like you said, useful or not useful. And thoughts are thoughts. That's all they are. They don't, yeah, they have no necessary meaning associated with them. You create the meaning from these thoughts. So, yeah, just pick and choose the thoughts. Be mindful of what thoughts are coming in. Let some thoughts, if they're not helpful... Um, you know, recognize they're there, but then don't fixate fixate on them. Let them pass through, which is a meditation thing anyway. But yeah, uh, that that definitely is important because thoughts constantly come through. Like you said, the, that's the brain's mechanism to to save us, right? Thoughts come in about our environment. The ego will attach, like you said, for protection or whatever. So. Yeah, just observing those thoughts, I think, is a really good lesson to take home. And in this messy age of technology and so many new things happening every day and technology advancing at a crazy pace, Mm. it's more important than ever to be meditating or at least, you know, have an hour in the morning where you don't touch your phone at all. Yeah. And just these kinds of very simple steps that just allow you to have a little bit more clarity of thought Mm -hmm. and you can walk through, you can float through the day like that Mr. Burns character on The Simpsons that one time. I wanted to say (laughs) that quote so badly. Okay, so I think we've had quite a bit of actionable content here, which is great. Um, It's really important to observe the ego and we're going to be bashing on about this for the rest of our days on this podcast. Consistently reference it in a lot of different podcasts, but most likely have a few follow-up episodes to this podcast, no doubt. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, was there anything else you wanted to say on, on ego besides my name's Dan and I have a huge ego? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything while I'm thinking or not? No. Okay, well... Thank you very much for watching I to episode it. five. Is episode five, that is it. On ego management or whatever we decide to call the title. Yeah. Uh, be sure to keep watching us, but also keep watching your ego at home um, in everyday life. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.